On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yabbies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end Six after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to the High Tide program. Wow, that microphone is loud. Apologies if you just fell off your chair or almost uh, slid into the gutter there. 21 degrees, as you heard in the news a few moments ago, on around New South Wales, a little bit warmer further north, heading for a top of 24. There is a thunderstorm off the uh, coast at the moment, just off Randwick. It's out of fair way. Hopefully it won't affect you. The forecast as it stands at the moment for Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay, variable 10 knots, uh, about 0.5 of a metre will be the seas, partly cloudy and the 70% chance of rain. Rain for Broken Bay to Port Hacking for Sydney Coastal Waters. We're looking at variable 10 knots below one metre. South to southeasterly, 1.5 metres will be the seas decreasing to around one metre during the morning and an 80% chance of rain. And believe it or not, Alan Blake, good morning to you. A thunderstorm. Good morning, Grant. Yes, good morning, Kieran and listeners. Yeah, a bit of a thunderstorm around, but geez, the weather's been nice the last day or two. Absolutely sensational. Yesterday was one of those days, again, where I had the day off, as you know, because we were, yeah. were messaging and all. I was thinking, I could go fishing today. I could go fishing today. I could go fishing today. Good morning, Kieran. Good morning, Grant. Yes, you could go fishing, but uh, first of all, you've got to have the gear. And you've got to have the tides. Yeah, the tides. Well, the tides are very important. I suppose we've got a, what would we have, a low tide coming up sometime, I reckon, around about 9 o'clock this morning. Al, am I close? Oh, you're out, 15 minutes, 9.15.48. Wasn't and that, too bad. Yeah, 3.27 this afternoon. It depends what you're hanging by for that 15 minutes. Uh, 3.27 this afternoon, 1.38. And a low this evening at 9pm. There you go. You missed out by 12 hours at uh, 0.75. And if 15 minutes is okay, then we don't use Kieran for our bus timetable. What's that? Sorry, Kieran? I said 8 o'clock sometime around about 8. You said 9. 9.15. Okay. Well, out a little bit. <laughs> well, that's that. That's the excuse of everybody uh, trying to put their boat in a marina, isn't it? Oh, sorry, I was out a little bit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, they, they, you can get that log jam at the boat ramp, you know. Yes, there's no courtesy applied. You could be locked out, and you could miss the rising tide. There you go. Only in Queensland, <laughs> not that, in New South it's Wales. Perfect up there every day. Good. Except Monday to Friday. Yeah. The weather's been good. That's because that lovely premier they've got. Rain's good. Rain's good. Okay. We don't need the rain for a moment. Just some nice days. Early 20s. Quite happy to cop that all the time. No wind. It was glass out in the harbour this morning. Yeah. You can imagine. It is beautiful. Yeah, it's just 
dead glass. But, uh, mm. I but, tell you what, uh, moving up the Hunter Valley would be nice going up there today. They're racing up that way today. Good. Yep. So I look forward to see what Mr. Carrots and Bernardus have got to say. But what I did want to mention to you guys yes. was that there was a couple of Jap- a couple, uh, two Japanese longliners visited Sydney Harbour. Yeah, I saw one the other day when I was going around the harbour. I saw one coming in... Um, at uh, past Balmain, I thought, geez, I haven't seen those for years. I know. I think the last time we that seen that sort of boat, what we were up off Palau or somewhere. Oh, like yeah, that. no. But coming into Sydney back in the seventies and eighties, they were regulars. They all used to come in yeah. here. Yeah. At, uh, but gee, you don't see that many. You don't. You forget how many of them there are out in the ocean. Yeah, we've got the gentleman sitting alongside you, who's pressing the buttons. Well, I once sent him on a journey <laughs> on a long liner. Now, he's done a lot of things in his life, driven all sorts of cars, race cars, and done ridiculous things with helicopters and planes. But that tour that you had on one of those, uh, what are they? Uh, it was the Nishin Maru. A, a factory on steroids. Yeah. it was a, They call it a fishing boat, but it was a fishing factory. Yeah, I fishing mean, it factory. was so... Well set up. A processing factory. A processing factory. I'm sure it was the, not Nishimaru, um, no, that's um, the whalers, isn't it? The Japanese whalers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was something something along those lines. I think they're all Maru somewhere yeah. along the line. Um, but there were two of them uh, down in Sydney Harbour, down where uh, Bangaroo is now, when we used to have a dock there. Um, and we went on there with fisheries to make sure that everything was in order, uh, me and another reporter. Absolutely fascinating experience. And, and what Kieran says is right. I've done some pretty cool things in my, my time, but I can remember so much about this day because it was just such an extraordinary experience to go into a fuel tank that was free, frozen to minus 40 degrees Celsius. Ouch. You know, and they would would crawl into this because they do the measurements yeah. to, to work out, you know, the uh, tonnage of fish. And I'm trying to do the right thing, staying out of the fisheries ways, guys in the corner. And mate, don't don't stand still. Whatever you do, your, your joints will freeze up. Just keep yeah. moving yeah. and keep blinking. You know, okay. <laughs> now, do you know the word maru means circle? Does it? Yes, it's often attached to Japanese ship names. The first ship known to follow this practice was the Nippon Maru. Nippon Maru. Nippon Maru, flagship of the Daimyo Toyotami Hideyoshi's 16th century fleet. Sorry for the pronunciation. Was Nippon, Nippon the name of a camera? No, that's a Nikon. <laughs> well, Nippon, Nippon is a Japanese, Japanese company. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But yeah. Nikon is a camera, N-I-K-O-N. Oh, right. Okay. Nippon in. That's what happened to the fish. I mean, they're, they're frozen before they get out of the water, really, aren't they? Oh, not really. Yeah, they come out there when they go into the hole of about minus 50, 60 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's amazing how much fish gets pulled out of the water by those Ooh. sort of things. That was the one we had down here last year, two years ago. There was operating off the coast and down south. But the, yeah. we, we actually said we saw that firsthand in um, Palau where they gave licences to all these Persane boats, and they just raped and pillaged everything. Because they don't take part of a school, they take the whole, whole school. school. Yeah. And, you know, it's not sustainable. Remember that, Chief? He said they thought they'd done a wonderful thing, you know, all getting mm-hmm. all their islanders a job yeah. at $2 a day. Yes. Yeah. 
and they and got then, s- then they lost all their fish. They got screwed over. Yeah, but we've got to feed the people. What are we going to eat? Well, this is true. But fish is only good for you two or three times a week, not every day. They don't waste, they don't waste much. The Japanese, so oh no, you know. Um, that's to their credit. But we're, hang on, we're the same with meats. You know, the sort of meats we wouldn't eat before is now becoming what you get at menus, beef cheek and beef tongue and yep. skirt steak and those sort of things. Yeah. Oh, Pork I don't belly. know, Al, back in, when I was a kid growing up, we used to have to eat lamb's brains and bloody lamb tongue. Yeah, I like lamb's fry. Well, there you go. Don't hear much about, um, yeah, what's the intestine part of it, the... Um, the kidneys? No, the kidneys are all right. No, 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 the white stuff. Um, oh, I can't think of the name. I don't know. can't help you. Sorry. Okay. What's the horrible stuff you don't know that they used to get? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yep, yep. I can't think of the name of it. Someone will let me know. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, God, it's like it and sponge. Yeah, pig's trotters. No, no the trotters. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like a sponge, yeah. Trotters. Like a sponge, yeah. Yeah. Grant's, yep. Grant's looking at me funny. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not, not going to breakfast with you. <laughs> exactly what we've... There'll be a butcher out there. Yeah, and I'll think of it in a minute. We should take a break. Right. I'll tell you, it's tripe. Tripe, that's it. Tripe. Yeah, tripe. Tripe. In white sauce. <laughs> 15 minutes after four, we'll come back and give you some fishing reports in a moment. Talking sport. I listen to Talking Sport because you guys discuss team dynamics better than anyone and the seasons are just starting to get cracking, so we're seeing some form and we're looking towards grand final day. But I also listen to Talking Sport because of Johnny, mate. We just love the passion. That's why I listen to Talking Sport. Good on you, Johnny. <laughs> Weekdays from three. Worried about you, Peppy? Are you increasingly worried? <laughs> you know, you're a relatively young man, but you just get so cranky at times. Mm. Graham, does he walk outside and shout at passing clouds? Do you know how they say, you know, go hard or go Go home and all that. Oh, yeah. They seriously underestimate my desire to go home. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2SM. Ah, good afternoon, boys. You're, you're like a psychiatrist, the three of you. I've never been to a psychiatrist, by the way, but I'm just letting you know that's how soothing. The invoice is on its way. Yes. Mate, I'm, I'm laying in hospital with my wife. I we're both in here. I come in on Friday and it collapsed and so And the doctor said to me, so I said, it's the stress the people on the radio put on me. <laughs> Talking sport. Weekdays from three. Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures, or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues, packed full of savings, inspiration and chances to win. Choices Flooring, the floor you've been searching for. You know, a flat tyre is no problem at all when you carry the amazing Easy Jack in the boot of your car. With Easy Jack, you can raise and lower the height of your vehicle at the push of a button. Easy Jack comes with its own rattle gun so you can loosen and tighten those hard-to-budge wheel nuts. Easy Jack simply plugs into your car's 12-volt power source. So go to Easy Jack, that's E-Z-I-J-A-K dot com dot A-U or phone Rebecca on 0427-290-297. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. 
Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go... Down the 18 minutes after four here on High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. Grant Boyden, Alan Blake and Kieran Riki taking you through the High Tide program. Guys, can I start off uh, your, our little fishing uh, report segment by uh, chatting about Claude. Claude sent me a, vid- uh, a photograph of a donkey squid uh, that he caught. It's absolutely massive. He's got it on a 75-centimetre uh, esky. Um, it looks to be around about the 30-centimetre mark. It is huge. It's good. Okay. Deadly silence. Yeah, I just <laughs> donkey squid. Well, uh, waiting for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, good, squ- good squid. Good-sized squid, isn't it? Good-sized squid, yep. Those, did he use it? What's that? Did he use it or he, did he use it for bait? Don't know. He didn't say. Didn't say. Maybe he should ring. Maybe he should. I'm sure he's up and about getting ready. It was a perfect day to be... I'll tell you what, though. You know, when you go home, I, if you've got time today, you want to duck out of pit water. It's fishing really well. Yeah. You want to hear about Baron Jerry at Palmy? Yeah, please. Finding flooded flounder, squire, Hawksby prawn, and the Hawksby squid. Uh, but right throughout the system, there's plenty of brim, flooded, Taylor, Benito, and Trevally. The kingies have been in there, and pan sized snapper, and a big run of jewfish. That's all in pit water. Nice. Don't forget to pop over to Patonga. It's fishing very well over there along the beach or around the back of the creek. And uh, while the jewfish are on, Pearl Beach right alongside that. Good spot to go. Just off the pool. You can fish there. Now, the beaches in Sydney have been producing a big run of tailor salmon. It's been good, brim and flathead. If you're north and south of Narrabeen, Collaroy and D.Y. have been very good. Avalon, D.Y., Narrabeen, Collaroy have produced good jewfish, and uh, squid's been the main bait. And also there is a good run of sharks, and not only on the beaches but running along the rock ledges as well. But off the rocks, Chris was catching drummer, blackfish, pigs, salmon, tailor, uh, snapper and kingies, D.Y., Collaroy, Longreath, the south side. They were the better ones that he mentioned, but he said, watch the swell. But the swell that you're talking about this morning seems quite reasonable, Al. It is, actually. The swell's very good. It's, it's very benign down here at the moment. Um, after that horrendous weather we had during the week, it has settled down now. But we've still got, you know, everything's still stirred up. 
but uh, it should be a good weekend to get out and have a fish. A little bit of rain, you know, possibly a shower or two, but I don't know if it'll get into us today or not. Okay, well, it'll be interesting to see what it's like. What's the weather going to be like for Scone up there at the standalone race day? Well, yesterday um, wasn't that bad. Yesterday they raced on a good four. Uh, the weather was weather was fine. So um, yeah, not not too bad a day for the uh, Scone Carnival. Right. The the right. forecast for why do we call it Scone instead of Scone? Well, there you go. What with with our wording that we talk about? Yes. People say Kieran gets things wrong. When I grew up, S-C-O-N-E was a scone. That's right. What's like Foster, now, like now Harvey Bay. But today, because we're racing, it's called scone. It's scone. <laughs> <laughs> nice little airport up there, too. But look, it's up there, mostly sunny, 23 degrees, partly cloudy, the chance of morning fog. There you go. Now, There's your scone update. Uh, scone in winter can be cold. Everyone's cold. Yeah, you're no, not going to go fishing at scone. No. Oh, you can't but if you're a fisherman of uh, of Grant's ability, where he's only got that boat that's Hang on. Style, Hang on. Well, I think there was a sledge. That's a bit early for that. <laughs> Pretend boat he's got. Pretend boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, because he said to me the other day, oh, it's got no sails. I said, you left the sight and show your shoots together. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of it, mate. I, I sent my uh, mainsail. Have you got a king size bed? Just grab the shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing. Like when you look at the old school boats, you think, well, you know, this can't be that hard. But well, I sent my main in, Kieran, um, to North Sail to have a little bit of work done. Well, a lot of work done. And he re- he contacted me and said, look, you know, I, look, I'm happy to do whatever you want, but you're probably better off just getting a new one. So I'm waiting for the quote. Yeah, don't hold your breath. Oh, no. My, my first sailing boat was a Sabo that I bought many years ago. And it had a cotton mainsail. That's how long ago that oh, was. See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you know what the name of the boat was? Little Toot. Little Toot. That was actually the name when I bought it. You know, I've likened sailing to flying because the, a lot of the principles are, no, 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 are no, the no. same. Sailing the wind's for free. Flying nothing's for free. free yeah. <laughs> Barring that. But I'm now, I've now decided I'm going to... I'm going to compare it to surfing because you're going to paddle out, you're going to get pounded and pounded and pounded before you catch that one wave that's worth it. So they're both silly. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Craziness. But I will get there. It's become a vendetta now. A vendetta against who? Against the the universe for stopping me. I'll give you a bit of advice, Grant. Oh, here we go. You're a member of the Royal Motor Yacht Club? No. Well, join there. Just park at the lot, just moor it up there. <laughs> Sit up the bar. The and <laughs> that's, be a so that's mine. <laughs> Cheaper, isn't it? I, yeah, I might, I might put a couple of coats of paint on it before I do that out of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> it's been sitting there for a while and been neglected. You know so, what they say? You're better off to be a little fish in a big pond than a big fish in a little mm, pond. Mm. Well, I'm actually having thoughts. No, of, other way around, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it right tonight. I'm actually having thoughts about whether I'm... You know, I was going to keep this one and sell it, but now I'm thinking if I'm going to invest this much money in. I mean, good condition bluebirds and 22 footers are still going for around eleven, twelve thousand dollars. So, yeah. you know, I've got a, a pretty big capital margin before I make that. But I'm thinking maybe I might just hang on to this now and keep it for a couple of years and have a bit of fun with it. We'll see. We will see. That's that's not fishing though. I can't do any trawling on that one. 
No, but you can. I'll tell you what. You can go and take your little boat and put it in the lake down there, Narrabeen Lake, where you'll catch brim and flathead, good-sized flathead, anywhere from 50 to 60 centimetres. Uh, the Middle Bridge, the Ocean Street Bridge is good. Pipe Clay Point, Jameson Park up there, just near the rowing club. Uh, there's been some long tongs caught there on lures as well. Um, plenty of mullet running, flooded, and flounder and jewfish. So, now, long toms are a lot of fun. Long toms, yeah. There they are. Yep. They're good to catch. Outside, I heard the reports were uh, off the reefs and reggies and boltons and, and trawlies. There's been Tarwine, Taylor, Snapper, Trevally, Squire. The 40, 60 metre drift uh, has produced good flathead. So it's all right. Long worry for wide is quite well for snapper. If you want to go further out to the fads, they've been catching dolphin fish, which is a bit unusual for this time. The Hawksby has had hairtail, Jerusalem Bay, Waratah, and then also they've been catching a good run of jewfish, mullet has been around. Mullet's been a good bait for the Jewfish, they tell me, this, this week anyhow. Yes. Um, but there's been a big run of sharks way up the river. When I was talking to our friends up there at um, oh, Napier, um, he said to me, there's been some reports of sharks way up the river towards Windsor. Okay. Yeah, so um, just be aware of that. Yeah, you see, he wants me to go out in my blow-up boat in pit water, mm-hmm. fishing, yeah. Yeah, you know, well, the sharks have gone up the Hawksby. Oh, so okay. There'll be none down in pit water, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Plastic chew toy. <laughs> chew toys. <laughs> the sharks will be wherever the fish are. And also, Sydney Harbour, Chris, he fished down there and a couple of his mates. They were catching kingy, salmon, tailor and mac tuna. So, and uh, did you, we'll uh, get a report too from Mike of the Complete Angler about Sydney Harbour as well today? Tomorrow. I've got a report here for you, a written report I'll give you, and I'm going to speak to him live tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Grant, do you know when Bluebirds were first built? Um, I do, but I'll, I'll probably get it wrong. 50. No, no. The timber ones they built first supply. Yeah. Was nineteen forty eight. Forty eight that early. Yeah, Ken Watts. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was um, mine's timber. He never built one, but he, he pondered during the war what he was going to do after the war, and he drew up the plans for them. And they became such a go to boat. I mean, they're they're really forgiving. Um, yeah. And yeah. The, in the, there was timber boats, and then in the late fifties and sixties, they went to fiberglass. Yeah, and they became very popular. Yeah. So mine's mine's the timber version. Your timber one. Mm. Oh. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely. That's why I want to do it back up. I won't take it best. out of my boat then to show you varnish. <laughs> yes, I know. There's <laughs> going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of that. We'll take a break and then we'll head down the south coast and catch up with Ross O'Brien. This is High Tide.
Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Some in Britain are very disappointed at the costs associated with the coronation. Like here in Australia, with the cost of living crises, there are people in the streets there begging for food, yet the royalty are willing to pay somewhere around $180 million for the extravaganza. Talk tonight has Sydney talking. Whatever Australia decides upon what we want to decide upon, we don't depend on other countries to tell us what to do. No, even though we have the British monarchy as head of state, we don't have to be pushed around or dictated to by another country. With Gary Stewart, the Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill in overhauling Australia's migration system, all temporary skilled workers and families will have the pathway to permanent residency. She said we want to increase competition for permanent resident places and ensure we don't have more workers in limbo bouncing from visa to visa. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Imagine a beautiful, clear day out on the water. Now add wind, heavy rain and a severe drop in temperature. Add a rising icy swell and the onset of darkness. Add storm clouds and lightning. The weather can rapidly change conditions. It's important that you plan ahead, keep checking the weather and wear a life jacket every time you're out on the water. Wear a life jacket. Don't risk your life. A message from the New South Wales Government. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. With more and more people preferring to shop online these days, a new website from List Designs can help you harness the potential of these customers. List Designs will create a website that's affordable, functional and looks fantastic. Mention 2SM and get a new HTML or WordPress 10-page website tailor-made for your specific requirements from just $600. Go to listdesigns.com.au or call List Designs on 040404-2492. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down. It's 27 minutes away from five in our broadcasting area. Newcastle, 14 to 20 degrees. Gold Coast, 16 to 23. Mudgee, 6 to 19. And a little bit further south, things aren't looking too bad. Let's get confirmation of that. Ross O'Brien, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, Roscoe. What's happening? Weather. I can tell you how the weather is now. Bloody cold. <laughs> Bloody cold. That comes with age. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. You, your weather forecast down there, your marine forecast, south to southwesterly, 10 to 15 knots. 
tending south to south easterly below 10 knots in the late morning. Sea below 1 metre, swell southerly 1.5, decreasing to 1 during the day. Partly cloudy, 70% chance of showers and the chance of a thunderstorm. Oh, wonderful. No, that sounds good, mate. It's a great day to get out there, guys. You should be up already, getting the boats on the ramp and get out there. Um, it looks good for tomorrow, too. So we'll get two days in this week, this weekend, rather. So it's all looking good at the moment. Climber, what have we got? Um, where am I? Yeah, tomorrow. 14.9. Yeah, tomorrow they're talking variable 10. I always like variable 10. That means yeah, oh, very little. Number one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I've got a very fun-filled day today. I'm taking the big car up to pick the kids up and take them to soccer in it. Oh, well done. Nice. Yeah, so you, yeah. you're not worried about those showers that are about? Well, that's, that's what I told them. I said, if it's cloudy in the morning, forget it. You're going in your parents' car. <laughs> <laughs> Climb aboard, grab a chamois. <laughs> so, so you went and got another mortgage to pay for the fuel for the big car? <laughs> no, no. The son said, "Bring it up, and I'll fill it up for you." So I, I uh, siphoned about thirty, thirty thousand <laughs> litres out of it yesterday. Put it in a can and get it together. It's warm, mate. Yeah. So it'll be all, all good. No, we'll just see what happens later. But it's cloudy. No, it'll be right. Predict, yeah. you know. But uh, it's fun being a grandfather. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, you can hand it back. Oh, mate, it's awesome. I'm loving it. <laughs> I've got another one, too. The youngest fellow, Mitchell, he presented us with a, uh, what they call those things, the photographs they take when they're in the tummy. Oh, that yeah, the ultrasound. Yeah, ultrasound. Yeah, it's ultrasound. That's it. He sent us, uh, he presented us with that on my birthday, mate. Oh, so well done. That's all the boys will have children now. Good. Uh, we'll see how many more boys we can get. We've only got one girl in my whole of the the history of um, the O'Brien clan. They've all been rough nuts. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we'll see what happens. I was very proud of the boy. I didn't think uh, that it was ever going to happen. But anyway, <laughs> well, he right, didn't have it. I'm sorry. He didn't have it. His wife did. <laughs> That's right, too. That's very right. I think yeah. it's it's changed. Uh, we had children much younger than what they do now. They like getting out and enjoying themselves a bit more first before they have the children. That's right, yeah. yeah. Which is good luck to them. Well, when you're well, how many bosses do you mate. want in your life, Al? <laughs> yes. Well, you know, just, now, just take take you, for example. How many of the girls tell you what they do, all those grandkids? Oh, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. We have maximum, minimum, micromum, nanomum. We have all of them. <laughs> I've only got one granddaughter. I don't know how she ended up in our clan, but anyway, she plays she plays soccer. And she does everything the boys does. Do. Yeah. So, yeah, she's a throwback. Hey, Roscoe, yeah. just off the topics. Yeah. Uh, mate, you ever heard? How's your boat progressing? The old boat, Sigma. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're um. Two weeks, mate. They're putting a lot of value into it. Um, they're waiting on two new motors to go in the back. They've redone all the front deck. Um, they've got the fly. They've taken the fly bridge off and they're um, refreshing it on the ground. Um, I haven't spoke to John for a while, but apparently they're looking at 
a whole fiberglass, fiberglass flybridge. Wow, well, okay. Yeah, that's, that's the latest. I'm, I'm hearing what folks are telling me, you know. But uh, when I spoke to John, he didn't mention it. But uh, he's rung me a few times, mate. Couldn't understand things. Hasn't been able to find things. And I put him straight. He took forever getting the um, starboard uh, starboard uh, where the propeller. You know, what makes the propeller spin? Prop shaft. Yeah. Took forever, and he rang me up and said, "Well, well what, what am I doing wrong?" I said, "You undo the three little lock and mm-hmm. had Nah, I said, "Well, you get them, and I'll bet you I can guarantee you I'd pull the thing out by my fingers." Yeah. Anyway, he rang me back and said, "I found them, ticketed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's it. It doesn't look much now because. Um, you know, the paint on the hull and that's gone off and all the rest. But I haven't been there to have a look at it for a while. And what people tell me is they've, um, they've virtually got all the external lower stuff done. Um, the the next big step is getting the motors in. They're still waiting on the motors. They're getting made by a gentleman, uh, put together by a gentleman. He's still... He's supposed to be running with caterpillars. Yes. Um, but I'm not sure about the size or whatever. But uh, if they run with the caterpillars, they're going to have to put the the uh, lounges up in a stilt to allow for the height of the caterpillar. Well, they're a lot higher than the old. What, what size motors do you think they'll put in there? I haven't. I, I'll have to ring him and find out. I can answer that next week, but um, I think they're going to be a little bit bigger than what was in um, originally. So they could go out. I, I'm not sure. I, I would not like to put a size on all that, but from what I understand, the caterpillars are, are uh, upgrade, a complete upgrade. So, right. yeah. so, so I've still got the. I've still got the other ones. Oh, the old motors, have you? Yeah, yeah, I hung on to them. I just thought someone might want them, you know. What are, what are they, are they? What sort of motors are they? Someone's looking for them. Uh, they're the Perkins. Um, the, they're the ones that are on the lead, so they fit into uh, boats. Yeah. And they're all marine. Uh, got everything on them. They've uh, got two brand new bloody turbos on them, actually. Yeah. Uh, I did that during COVID, so um, they're on there. Um, I'm just trying to think of the name, the number of them. I'll have that for you too next week. Yeah, give us the number of them next week. So yeah. someone's looking for a couple of Perkins. Yeah, I never, never thought of that. Yeah, good one, good one, Aussie. That's right. We don't I want to help you. I just checked; they haven't been absconded from the property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they've got one. up and walked out. Hey, okay. Yeah, bud. Now, yes. the Perkins have been a wonderful motor, but very reliable. Yeah, you don't oh, hear much of them now. Yeah. Old school motors, but they're quite good. Yeah. yeah. I remember we took some motors out of some trucks and put the Perkins diesels in them. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were good. They were good dog, mate. They go forever. Yeah. I mean, they only had 20,000 on it. So, 
I don't know. Anyway, it's their business now. All right. Do you want to mine. tell us about the fishing? Yeah, sure. Right, listen, I've got a photo here of uh, blue swimmers at the lake. And I don't know how many boats were fishing, but there's three rows of 15. Now, that's all I'll say on it. Because I don't know how many boats were there. And I don't know what the legal limit is on blue swimmers now. I've got no idea. Ten, isn't it? Ten. Well, five, ten. <laughs> four and a half people. Yeah, four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's quite an impressive photograph. I tried to send it, but this computer hates me, you know. So, um, before I can work out how to get it, I'll send it to you. But uh, that was in the late, mate, so the blue swimmers are in the late, which I thought was a bit early for them, but maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember much of the crab stuff now. But, um, they've been getting good uh, good fish outside, mate, everywhere. They've been getting good snapper, uh, lots of pig fish, good old flathead again, and now the bit wider they've been picking up all sorts of goodies from dollies right through. Um, I've even heard um, some people drop a rather big, they didn't know what it was, um, out towards the shelf. So uh, maybe we're getting a bit of a run on them early sharks, mate. <laughs> you know, they come on now, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a run of sharks there. on the beaches and around the rock ledges. Yeah, well, uh, we had another fatality down here again last week. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about it, but folks fell off and they tried for four days to look for him. They couldn't find him anywhere. So there's a, that was when the current was running, eh? So uh, I think they should have been looking down at uh, Service Bay somewhere. But anyway, sad thing. Yeah. Sad, sad thing. Yeah, those uh, blue swimmers are 10, 20 in possession. Sorry, mate? 10, 10 is 20. the limit, 20 in possession. Oh, they're right. And they've only got, uh, what, um, 30, 45. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Roscoe, thank you for that. We'll talk to you in the morning. Yeah, mate, look, have a great time. And um, gee, those um, blokes from uh, out west are good footballers, aren't they? <laughs> well, the roosters got plucked last night. Well, uh, yeah, I had, I, I said, I was about to say that, and I've got to be careful how I pronounce it. <laughs> Don't do it, All Graham right. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> And, and be very careful uh, how you sledge because karma might come back as rain today. Yes. I always, always will, mate. <laughs> See you, Roscoe. I'm for karma. Okay. <laughs> See you, Roscoe. It's 16 minutes away from five. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King from 5am. Somebody who certainly isn't remaining in neutral on the subject of the voices, our Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, and he joins me now. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning, Richard. Good to be with you. John Lawrence. What the hell was she doing at 3 o'clock in the morning at a strip club? Pete Davis. It's a uh, wide and varied show, this one, where you can talk about anything, honestly. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. They're not being negative. They're putting forward a different opinion to you. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. There we go. Remarkably, after seven rounds, just three wins separate the NRL leader from, wait for it, 15th place. Talk tonight 
with Gary Stewart. She does need to remember who she is and where she stands in society. And to use that sort of language is pretty rough. This is 2SM. 2SM has Sydney talking. It's Ash Barty here. Australian Made Week kicks off on the 15th of May and it's time to champion and celebrate our local makers and growers. Buying authentic Aussie products with the Australian Made logo helps boost our economy, supports local businesses and creates jobs right across the country. So, whether you're doing your weekly shop or buying a gift for someone special, let's back Team Australian Made and look for products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo. Because Australian Made makes Australia. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could 13 minutes away from five. Not looking too bad today. The windy um, app is saying that uh, things aren't going to get more dramatic than what they are at the moment. So, in other words, <laughs> seven knots off the coast means nothing. That's variable 10. I like that. Variable 10. I do like that. And Sydney forecast has been updated now. We're talking shower to developing up to five millimetres of rain, 21 degrees. So it hasn't really changed. Yeah, it was up to four millimetres before <laughs> three millimetres. So? Any excuse to have a go at them, And mate? a balmy 12, 12 degrees tonight. Bob, Bobby Dean, good morning. How are we, gentlemen? <laughs> We're good. Did you get out for a fish during the week? No, no, no. I'm too busy thawing out. Too busy thawing out. Yeah. <laughs> I love the photos of the snow the other day. Yes. You see down south and Browns Mountain, they got it. I don't know how, to what level of snow down there, but it showed you, you know, the rim and distances and needing and a lot. Yeah, a friend of mine's got a quarry out at over, over on. They had 15 centimetres during a week snow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those photos and I'm trying to catch up with him. He made a crook or he's having trouble with reception since that Telstra yeah. bug. Too cold to snow at Crookwell. <laughs> It was fine for surfing. There were heaps out surfing. Yeah, yeah, but not a crookwall. No, no, not a crookwall. 
Well, no, no, it's a cold, cold hole, mate. Mm-hmm. It actually gets colder than over them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you watch the um, the weather app, mate. It's through winter. Yeah. Oberon is cold. You're talking about tripe. Don't they make those uh, seafood sticks out of it? Out of tripe? I'm not sure. A friend of mine was talking about that yesterday, and uh, you're saying all the stuff they use and extrude it out and then press it out and make those seafood sticks. It's it's not pretty if you see it. Yeah, my way. Best we don't know. Yeah, Yeah, my way. I reckon people talking BS, it was tripe. <laughs> you don't see tripe for sale now, do you? No, no, you don't. You used to see it in the butcher's window all the time. Yep. Yeah, it's a cultural thing, I suppose. Mm. And it's one of those things, anyway, mate. Um, chatting a few people around the place, the um, North South Current made off Sydney. From what I heard lately, it's running south to north and drops several degrees, yeah. and yeah. fishing is dead. Those, those crab sticks, yeah. um, or seafood sticks as we call them, they're made from a camaboco and processed seafood made of finely pulverised white fresh flesh fish, surami. Yeah, and then cured to resemble leg meat from crabs. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know any <laughs> leg meat, but it looks like tribe to me. Yes. And bounces the same. Oh, yeah, it's a bit rubbery. No, 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 I just wore it go down, come straight back out. That was rubber. <laughs> <laughs> but no, mate, I'll tell you what, though, I was chatting with a mate uh, down at Illawarra area, and his young bloke and mates have been out spearing around the headland. They got a 89 centimetre snapper and a 70 something centimetre one. Jeez, that's a good fish, isn't it? 89 <clears throat> centimetres. In tight against the rocks, and they said there was heaps. Yeah, because they're in because of the rough weather. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently, yeah, they've been in relatively good numbers the last two months in close. Which good. I was chatting to PJ about it the other day, and it's just wrong, generally. <laughs> when we July, August. But they've been there for a couple of months in the hot water. So, yeah. you know, get them figure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's a few fish around the snowy region, whether it's the lakes and streams that are all fishing well. And people have got to remember too. You go fish the Threadbow and the Yukon Bean. Now, 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 classified as blue ribbon from this time of year. So the end of the June one, one weekend, and it's uh, one fish limit and a minimum size of fifty centimetres. Yeah. Hey, Bobby. Yeah, mate. Why are you talking about Yukon Bean? I spoke to the boys down at Canberra yesterday, yeah. and they said not so much ginger bean, but Yukon Bean has been an app. Absolute disgrace. The amount of there's been physical uh, altercations happening over fishing spots and so forth. Oh, yeah. Well, they said you know, they're absolutely brains and idiots, mate. chock a block full of people. Yeah, yeah. So you take a boat, mate. Weather permitting. It's um, like Lake Lyle and you know all those. The Browns will be moving up towards the, the feeder streams, mate. Getting ready to run, and some would be up the streams already. So, um, yeah, certainly, you know, this time of year they're in their poop condition. But one thing I found this time of year for the male fish, they get tend to get a bit iodiny. Uh, 
Yeah, so they are. That's what we used to do. Um, neither might hit them in the spring, mate. September, October, November. Yep. Uh, by the way, PMW just sent me a, a text said um, the Asian butcher at Carlingford, uh, sorry, Eastwood, has got tripe for sale if you want some. Oh, it's all right. He's, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I can walk, mate, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> hey, the other thing, I'm just checking up. The crab sticks in Australia are a little bit different to the ones overseas. Mm-hmm. Right? They, you know, they, they contain fish that has been pulped and washed to remove colour. The texture is then improved with starch, egg white, vegetable oil, meat glue, and humectants. Now you say, what is a humectant? Alan, what is a humectant? A humectant. A substance that draws water into the skin, hair, or nails, so it adds weight to it. Ah. That makes sense? Yeah, What doesn't make sense is people eat it. Yeah, after that humectant, it also has salt, sugar, and MSG. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got all the good things in it. <laughs> Everything is bad for you, isn't it? <laughs> That's why they're so nice. Yeah, right. It's wrong, yeah, isn't right. it? it? All the things that are that are beautiful are so bad for us. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, you know. Yeah, anyway, there's a few fish around. Like, mates have been fishing down the south coast on beaches there and, like, Wollongong region and uh, catching some nice tailor. The odd mulloway still. Um, chatting with old Ray yesterday, he said out around the moored boats off Wollongong and I like Port Kembla. A lot of moeys and a lot of small reds, but you've got to measure every one. He's never heard of so many small moeys. So, you know, somewhere along the line, they had a very successful spawn. So that's interesting. Um, it was very hard to get reports, mate, with this crap weather. Yeah, well, not many people have been out. Yeah, it's um, I haven't been able to find out any from Wake Illawarra. Yeah, um, you know, one of my mates said he's seen a post of crabs, but he wasn't sure how old the post was, so he's you know, don't bother mentioning it. Yeah, I, I know they're getting them up in the prison water still, so Wake Illawarra shouldn't be that much different. Yeah, I think they're getting them all the way up north as well. We'll find out off Paul Burt later on. Mm. Well, they get a lot of these. Well, like old sand crab blue yeah. swimmers, you know, right through winter. I know we used to you know, tread on a few in the um, Evans River. Right. Yeah. You only walk on the sand flats and they were buried, mate. Jeez, they hurt when they grabbed you on the foot. <laughs> Not as much as a muddy. No, 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 but I've never seen muddies bury himself in the sand like blue swimmers do. Yeah. When we were kids, we used to spotlight them up in Cowan. Um, I learnt not to walk that barefoot. <laughs> the muddies were no problem. You know, find them a couple of boats there, a little bit weed beds and the like, a few mangroves. You get yeah. a few muddies long there at night time. But the blue swimmers, they were, you know, most of them were above the sand, but some weren't, mate. Yeah. You, you, you soon learn to jump pretty quick. You do. Okay, Bobby, we better leave it at that. We've got the news coming up on us. All right, mate, I'll see what else I can find out. Okay, thanks, Bobby. Much appreciated. Okay. Bobby Dean there, bringing us up to date with uh, what's not been happening fishing-wise because there's not been a lot of people going offshore. At least we found a couple of spots um, inland where people can go. And yeah, but you, still, you can get on it now. Yeah, yeah now and now's good. Now, but yeah, just during the week was very hard with that uh, monster swells. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> this is high tide. It's approaching 5 o'clock. We'll be back after the 5 o'clock news with more.